Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, and I am the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, it is always a great day when we can come together and say that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, we are on the move. We have been going through these messages through this series called That's What Faith Can Do, and we have been moving forward. We are in week number three of four weeks. And during the past two weeks, we talked about Abram. We talked about David and Goliath. And on today, we're going to talk about three Hebrew boys, three Hebrew boys who stood against a dictator and won. They won simply because of their faith. And they showed us that's what faith can do. Standing before a dictator and winning. Well, the three Hebrew boys I'm talking about are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Over in the book of Daniel, if you have your Bibles with you, go over to Daniel 3. You know, early on, Nebuchadnezzar, <clears throat> excuse me, he appeared to be someone of an okay guy. You know, he's a he's he's a king and, you know, he has his royal court. He has his governors and mayors and senators. And, you know, he has his uh, house of representatives and, you know, he has all the people that he need on the left. And and he has all the the votes that he needs on the left. And and he's willing to to compromise with those who are willing to go along with his program. Well, Nebuchadnezzar had this dream. He had this dream that troubled him because in his dream, his kingdom was crumbling down. His kingdom was coming to an end. His reign as king was no longer to be found in him. When he saw this in his dream, it troubled him greatly. And all of his mayors and senators and governors and house representatives, all his people on the left, they tried to try to figure out what his dream was about. No one could do it. No one could tell him what his dream was about. But among them on the left, they found somebody who was right with God who was an interpreter of dreams. And so they brought this man to him, a man named Daniel, and Daniel told King Nebuchadnezzar what his dream was about. He told him that without the king telling him what his dream was, the man who was right with God told him his dream because that man was given the things to say by God. Because he was a man of faith. That man of faith allowed him to stand on the right side of God being appointed in a, in a time and a position where he could convey to the king his dream. And Daniel told him, your, king is gonna, your kingdom is crumbling. Your kingdom will not last. 
It is broken at the feet. It will not be able to withstand that powerful blow that comes to your kingdom and your kingdom is going to crumble. Well, hearing that news that your kingdom is no longer going to be in power one day, this king gets it into his mind that he's going to set up an image of an everlasting uh, uh, kingdom in the form of a statue. What he did was he had himself made into an image of gold that stood 90 feet high and two miles wide. He had that image of gold made up to look exactly like him. You know, kind of like the the statues that have been made around the world to uh, look like the dictators that ruled over the people in, in, in countries around this world who have one day torn down those dictatorship monuments because that kingdom did not last. Nebuchadnezzar set up this image of gold in his own image. And he said that if anyone were to hear the musical instruments being played, everyone must bow down and worship my image. That is what he said. In the book of Daniel 3, that is what he said. So the people of many nations, many languages, many understandings, many tongues, when they heard the music being played, they all fell down. Why? Because they were all told to. They all fell because they had received such goods and services from this left-sided governor, that, that this, this left-sided dictator, that they believed everything that the man on the left was telling them. So they decided to take a knee, lower their head, and honor this man's image of gold, lifting him up and parading him as a king that would last forever. Well, let me tell you something about a kingdom, traveling pulpit family. There are two things that go against a kingdom in this world. And those two things are God and time. You see, in God, he is the kingdom that outlasts every other kingdom because his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and time time changes all things even kingdoms it was no way that nebuchadnezzar kingdom was going to last forever because he was not going to live forever but what he did was he set up this image of gold as it as if he was going to live forever. He was showing God whose kingdom lives forever. He was showing him that his kingdom is going to last forever because of his troubled dream being shown that his kingdom was going to crumble. And we all know how that worked out. All you got to do is read about how someone wanted to put their kingdom above God's kingdom. And now you know the rest of the story. 
So this man was telling God that he's going to set up a kingdom that lasts longer than God's kingdom. And if you ever want to fall, if you ever want to fall, be prideful in the face of God. You will fall. Because that is what's happened here with Nebuchadnezzar. So the day came when the people of this nation, people of of languages, different nationalities, different tongues, different understandings, different interpretations. They all heard the music. And when they all heard the music, they bowed down. All of them. Except three. Three Hebrew boys stood among a nation of left-sided followers and they watched everyone fall to their face for fear. They watched them all fall down in the face of their own fear because they did not want anything to be taken from them that was already given to them by that person, by that dictator. Because it was the dictator that was giving them things. It was the dictator that was paying their way for everything. It was the dictator that was doing everything that needed to be done for them and their families, that they loved the dictator. They would do anything the dictator wanted them to do. So upon hearing about losing their lives, whom they lived for the dictator, they were willing to serve the dictator. They were willing to do whatever it took for the dictator to be happy because he was the one paying for everything. They were doing all the work. He was taking all the taxes, using them for his purposes, not giving back to the community, He was taking it and using it for other purposes, giving it to other nations, giving it to other dictators around the world. That is what he was doing. He was taking the money that they worked for. And the people were happy about it. They loved the dictator. They believed in the dictator. And the dictator was going to destroy them if they had not listened to his decree that everyone fall on their face and serve the image of gold that he set up in his own image, except three. The three men were named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three Hebrew boys who stood before a nation And did not allow their belief in God to sway them because they knew that their food, their air, everything that they needed comes from God. Everything. And they were willing to risk it all because they believed in God so much. Who am I talking to, traveling pulpit family? Am I talking to you? 
Do you have that belief traveling pulpit family that the God that you serve, the creator of all things will provide for whatever you need, no matter where you are in the world, whether you are under a dictator, whether you are under a corrupt ruler, no matter who you're under, you are always under the authority of God and he will always provide for you. Who am I talking to traveling pulpit family? So Nebuchadnezzar, when it was told to him that the ones who were looking out at the crowd, the spotters, the watchers who was looking out at the crowd, saw those who would not bow down. The word got back to Nebuchadnezzar that three men, three of a whole nation of men would not bow down. Not because they were anything special, not because they had any type of power. What they had was a belief. What they had was a relationship. And what they had was God on their side. The everlasting presence of God on their side. And so the Bible says Nebuchadnezzar was furious in rage. And he commanded those, those three men be bound and brought to him. And when they bound and brought them to him, he asked them, is it true that you will not serve my gods or worship my image that I have set up? And he told them, he said, now, when you hear the music that will be played for you, you are going to bow down before all of Congress, all of House, all of the House of Representatives, all of the Senate, all of the governors, all of the mayors, all who are on the left. You're going to bow down and you're going to take part in this ritual of praising me. That's what you're going to do. Nebuchadnezzar said, let the music be played. And the music played. And again. Everyone fell. Everyone fell. Except these three men. Nebuchadnezzar could not stand it. He could not contain himself any longer because a dictator has to be honored. He has to be praised. His, his ego has to be stroked. And it wasn't. Because these three Hebrew boys had a relationship with God so strong that not even a, a threat of death was going to change their mind for whom they serve. And here's what they said. They told him, we will not serve Because if it is so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your hand and the burning furnace that you set up. You see, Nebuchadnezzar threatened people. That's what a dictator does. If you don't do what I say, I'm going to put you in that burning furnace. If you don't do what I say and take that shot, you're going to lose your job. If you don't do what I say, you're going to go to jail. 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego told them in agreement as one. Let it be so. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. From whatever you put on us, whatever you throw at us, whatever you think that you can use to change our mind, let it be known that the God we serve is able to deliver us from your hand. Nebuchadnezzar could not. He was beside himself. You can imagine the type of rage that he was 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 filled with knowing that someone was standing up to him, knowing that three men were on the right side of God. Standing. Against a dictator. Who had the worldly power. But he did not have the spiritual power. All he had was worldly power. And we know two things that go against a kingdom in this world is God and time. So Nebuchadnezzar, he jumped up and he told the, 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 the workers. He told the workers, this is what you get paid for. I want you to grab those three men. And I want you to bind them up. And then he told some more workers, he said, this is what you get paid for. I want you to turn that fire up seven times hotter than what it normally is. And I don't care what you have to do to do it. I want it done. They heated the fire seven times hotter. They bound up Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. They tied them up. They put them in the furnace. The furnace was so hot traveling pulpit family that the ones who were told to make the fire hot were building the fire for their own destruction. See, sometimes when a person wants to destroy you, the very thing that they're going to destroy you with is the very thing that destroys them. So I want you to understand that the fire that they were trying to build to destroy Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was the same fire that would destroy them. Now, they were standing at the fire. They didn't have to go in because the men that were to put them in were dead. But somehow... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got in the fire. They were bound in their cloaks. They were bound in their tunics. They had their hats on. They had their garments on and they were in the fire. And oh, how it pleased King Nebuchadnezzar. He was so happy because he proved to everyone in that kingdom while they were still on their knees looking up because they had not they had not gotten up from their knees they were all on their knees and they were looking up and he was telling them you see what happens when you go against the left you see what happens when you go against me i will destroy you 
I will take your life. I will take your livelihood. I will take your savings. I will take whatever you have in the bank. I will cut you off and I will make you my prisoner. You see what happens when you go against me. Oh, but traveling pulpit family. Oh, but traveling pulpit family. I'm telling you, this is two things go against a kingdom in this world. That is God. And that is time. Oh, the, the, the governors, the, the mayors, the, the senators, they were all in astonishment because they wondered why were these three men not screaming for their lives because they were on fire while they were not burning up in the fire? And why were they standing there with a fourth person with them? Oh, traveling pulpit family, you have to understand when you have the right relationship with God, when you have the right relationship with his son, Jesus, when you have the right relationship with the Holy Spirit, you be you you will be standing in the midst of the fire. You will be standing in the midst of those things that are meant to destroy you. You will be standing in the, in, in the presence and in, in the face of your enemy. And the Lord God will, 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 will set up a table in the presence of your enemies. He will have your enemies serving you. Because you have that right relationship with him. And when times got tough, when times got hard, when things seemed like there was no end in sight, you did not turn left. You stayed right with you stayed right in there with God. And he promised to deliver everything that he had promised you before. It is coming to pass traveling pulpit family. I believe it in my spirit. I know it. If you just stay right with God, if you stay right with his son, Jesus, if you stay right with the Holy Spirit, I promise you, I believe it. I guarantee, I, I don't guarantee it, but I will. I will promise you that the Lord will provide. In fact, I do guarantee it. I guarantee it by the blood of Jesus. I guarantee it. I was saying I wasn't guaranteeing it because I'm, I'm a human being. I'm a fallen man. I'm flesh, but I'm saying it because I am the spiritual part of myself. I am that part that believes. So yes, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yes, I do. Forgive me for saying I don't guarantee it because that was the flesh part of me. But the spirit side of me, yes, I guarantee it. he will do everything he said he will do just because you did not go left. You stayed right with him. But Nebuchadnezzar, when it was told to him what had happened, he jumped up and he ran in front of the fire without burning himself up. Notice that. You see, he'll send someone else to their death, but he's not going to step in front of death himself. So he stood a safe distance back from the fire and he asked the men that he was standing there with. He said, wait a minute. Did we not cast three men bound in the fire? And they were just as dumbfounded as he was. They, re they answered him. Yeah. Yeah, King. We sure did put three men in the fire. And then Nebuchadnezzar said, why do I see four men? Why do I see four men unbound walking around in the midst of the fire? Why do I see four men not hurt, not burning up, not screaming for their lives, not begging for their lives? Why do I see men who who are walking around and the fourth one looks like the son of God?
Well, how would he know? How would he know what the son of God looks like? What destroys a kingdom traveling pulpit family? God and time. So how would he know what one, the fourth man, how would he know what he looked like? I'll tell you what he looked like traveling pulpit family. Scripture. Scripture to this point points back at Jesus. Scripture to this point, what has been written points back to Jesus. I'll tell you something, traveling pulpit family. Every dictator was once a believer, was once a believer. Yes, he was. He believed in God. Nebuchadnezzar did just like everyone else who was once on the right. They turned left. And that's what happened right here. Nebuchadnezzar was a believer in God most high. How do you think he came into power? It was given to him by God. He didn't come into power himself. He was not a self-made man. God gave him the power that he had, but because he turned left, he turned his back on God. He did not stay right. He did not stay right in that relationship with God. He turned left. He's a believer traveling pulpit family. Nebuchadnezzar was a believer and he knew the scriptures talked about God. He knew the scriptures were pointing to Christ. He knew the scriptures talked about the son of God. That is how he knew who the son of God was. That is why he asked that question. Why does the fourth look like the son of the gods? Why? Because the fourth one in there with them was the son of God. Just like he is with you traveling pulpit family, no matter what you go through, you're not going through it alone. No matter what you face, you're not facing it alone. I'm telling you, traveling pulpit family, as long as you stay right with God, as long as you stay right with his son, Jesus, as long as you stay right with 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 the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, I guarantee it. I promise you a better day is coming. Yes, it is. We don't know when. It should not be our our reason to know when. That's none of our business, Traveling Pulpit family. What is our business is the harvest. That harvest is full. There are people out there who need to know that the fourth one in the fire is the son of God. They need to know that the person standing next to you is God's son, Jesus. They need to know that the, that the, the, the aura or the spirit around you is the Holy Spirit. You are not yourself when you are in Christ. You are not yourself. You are whom you have become right with. You have not turned left. And that is what a lot of people are doing these days. They are feeling the pressure. They are feeling the fire and they are turning left to keep the fire off of them. Well, let me tell you something, traveling pulpit family, those who wish to turn themselves away from the fire have just turned themselves into the fire. And there is nothing that they can do about it unless they themselves hear the word of God. Ask for forgiveness, turn from their wicked ways and have a right relationship with Christ. That is the only way traveling pulpit family. But the harvest is full and the laborers are few. So Jesus said, pray for laborers and I'm praying for you. 
And I hope that you will receive this message. I hope that that you will know that is what faith can do when you have faith in the one for whom created the world, for whom created everything in it, but the one who the world was created for. Have that right relationship with him. And I guarantee you, he will provide for you everything that you never thought you could have. In this world, it's not a, it's, in, in this world, it, it, it's, it's not something that, that is just said. It's something that is believed. He will provide for you. He will provide for your needs and some wants. This I know for certain. But you have to make a decision. You have to make a choice to get right with him and not turn left into your own thinking. Thank you, Traveling Pulpit family. Now, how do you get this? You get this by confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. That's how you get it. That is how you get it. Confessing with your mouth, believing in your heart, and you will be saved. What are you confessing? You're confessing from your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And what are you believing? You're believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Him being Jesus raised him from the dead and you will be saved. It's that simple. You will get you will get right and you will be right. The Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much. I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope this message has reached you. Not for the purpose of me, but for the purpose of changing you. If you are turned left, now is your chance to turn back right. Get into that right relationship with Christ. Get into that right relationship with his father. Get into that right relationship with the Holy Spirit. Wear your armor every day. Go to bed with your armor on. Wake up with your armor on. Be aware and alert at all times. No matter what goes on in this world. You serve the living God. The creator of all things. Not the creature. But the creator. Be ready. Be in the field. Be harvesting. Don't just stand around waiting. Do something. Be at work. Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray for laborers. Well, I'm praying for you. And I'm praying for you after this message has been shared to you. Praying for you also. So please share this message with someone. Someone you know needs to hear this message. Someone they know needs to hear this message. And just know that the right relationship with God will keep you from turning left into the hands of the world. God bless you, Traveling Pulpit family. Check me out or stop by or you are invited to join me on Wednesday with the word every Wednesday from 1215 to 1245. Uh, we are in the study of changed after the resurrection. I believe we have one more week to go from that message and then we'll go into a new message just as though 
we ha- just as we have one last message on next week of this message series entitled that's what faith can do so for that i thank you look forward to doing this with you on next week if it is the lord's will be harvesting please be harvesting do what it takes do the work because the payment is out of this world god bless you traveling pulpit family i love you have a great day Uh, Tell somebody about the Lord and if necessary, use words. Bye for now.